Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my girl again, blue and true, Stephanie Dancona. What's up, boo? What's up, boo? Glad to be here today. I'm just always happy to see you, so we're going to go with that. I'm always happy to see you, and it's okay, because that's a good thing that we're excited to see each other. I am especially excited to see you today, because you have fashion and you have flavor. Now, I wanted to bring in some flavor today, because currently we are minutes, eh, a couple days into the baseball season. I'm wearing my Baltimore Orioles shirt because we're in first place right now and we're not going to be able to say that for very long. Does that mean you just won a game? Yeah, the Orioles right now are are tied for first place and in a 60-game season, yeah, we are doing very well right now. You only got to win. Realistically, you're probably going to make the playoffs in baseball for like 30 wins, maybe even sub 500. This is my Adam James t-shirt, hun, and I am rocking and rolling. Got it. This is my black sweater, hun, and I'm rocking and rolling. (laughs) I don't have a fancy shirt on. I got a hat though. You have a snapback hat, which is so 80s. It's great. First of all, I have a couple snap. I've worn numerous snapback hats. I decided, I don't know why I'm going to act like a 14 year old boy and start snapbacks. I bought the Seahawks one, that vintage one. I haven't worn it yet. So this one's special because this is called my dump hat. Dump hat because you got dumped and you felt bad and you bought it or because you put it on because you're about to take a huge dump. It's because it literally came from a dump. (laughs) So it's been washed. All right. So I'll make this short story. My family's got a cabin in Maine and it's kind of the middle of nowhere. So when you have garbage and recycling, you have to bring it to, they just call it the dump. It's really the recycling plant. Uh. So what, so you bring everything there, you tag your bags, you put it all in these. It's actually pretty cool. It's very, very eco-friendly. So they have a kind of little structure that people that actually have like good stuff to get rid of, they put in there rather than put it in the garbage. It's kind of like a goodwill, but more outdoorsy. Yeah. yeah, It's got like a goodwill-esque kind of a thing on the side. So I found this hat and I was like, it's free. Why not? And I'm in Maine. The best part is, is I, so when we went back to the cabin, I went to wash it and I didn't know that it was a washing machine that you put like a little thing came out and that's where you put the detergent in. I thought you put it right in suds everywhere. Like something, a 33 year old like that should not be happening to a 33 year old that's been trying to get my cousin to help me and I was scooping it out of the house with a bowl the dog was getting in it it was a disaster but it brings back good memories so this is my dump hat and so um, so your your dog was doing the Tide Pod challenge before it was cool to do way before she thought it was super fun and I was like you're gonna you're gonna get poisoned please get out of here it reminds me so much of Charlie from Sunny have you ever seen an episode where him and Frank go dumpster diving and they're like look at this People throw away all this good stuff. It's a perfectly yes. good half-eaten pizza. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Is Charlie from Sunny your other half? I could not gonna lie. Somebody told me that once. They were like, if you were made into a character, it would be Charlie. I've Which never has... put that together, but I can. Yes. I, I see it. I like less gross because I'm like I'm not gonna eat out of a dumpster or like sleep in a bed with like my older friend. But I have Charlie qualities, and I'm fine with it. And one of these days, I'm gonna get myself a green man suit. And I'm going to show up in that to a Seahawks game and just call it a day. And then that's my, my life dream. I think that's cool except people do that already. You know that Charlie on that show in real life is married to the waitress. Yeah. 
And then uh, the girl and Mac are married. He's doing good. Have you seen, you know, Mac has a new show. I think it's on Amazon. We watch it. It's called Mythic Quest. If you haven't seen Mythic Quest, it is Mac being Mac as a computer game software developer with some other amazing characters from other TV shows. It is very good. And then they even did a Zoom quarantine episode. That was one of the better ones that I've seen. It's very good. If you're looking for something, if you want more Mac right now. I'll well, consider it. Yeah. I haven't been able to eat Mac and cheese since you told me that story with Joanne. I've just been thinking about like cheese grits and it's kind of ruined it for me. Well, I wasn't talking about grits. I was talking about mac and cheese gruel. Yes, it was It was disgusting. None of our friends were there to witness it, and I'm really sad. Yeah, the best line of that, though, was when you let her down softly and you went, oh, honey, I think you're going to have to let this one go. Yeah. <laughs> I try to rein it in. I don't think I'm generally a bitch all the time. I don't think you're a bitch at all. You're actually one of the more chill girls, which is why I love you, which is why I asked you to be my podcast host. You thirsty? I'm thirsty. Super thirsty. I got something purely based on the name. It is called Pocket Wrench because that <gasps> kind of plays into one of our inside jokes that we always laugh about. Pocket Wrench Industrial Arts Brewing Company. It's a Northeast Pale Ale. I don't know what makes it Northeast versus not. Fluffy and tropical mist. And everything about this description, even a 4.5% alcohol means it's going to have more flavor than alcohol. The only thing that turned me off is there is a government warning on this thing. It might as well be a pack of cigarettes. It says, according to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of their risk of birth effects. Then it goes on and on to talk about alcoholic beverages and driving, not specifically for women. I'm just very surprised because I don't, you don't see that disclaimer on. I didn't think that that was like a thing. Like I know, like I think, I feel like bars have to put a sign up that say like, don't drink while you're pregnant and don't drive. On It's right on the beer there. But you know, I see this and I see fluffy and it immediately makes me think of my BFF in the world, Mr. TTN, Timothy Tyler Knoll, who is obsessed with Gabriel Iglesias, fluffy. Have you ever seen him? Oh, fluffy. I think he's just okay. I don't love him. Oh, <laughs> You were going with the I fluffy, fluffy, and then I said No, but because I always knew what you were talking about. I was excited that I was I was in on it. Yeah, I think he's his stuff actually used to be a lot better back in the day. So this is my my beer. Before I crack it, I want to hear about your beer. My beer is I think it was super adventurous. I went with Coley Island Mermaid Pilsner. It's got a nice half-naked mermaid with some kick-ass tattoo sleeves going on. Uh first time I ever had this was was I went to a Coney Island. Team. You went to Coney Island and had a Coney Island Pilsner? No, what what baseball game did I go see? You went and saw the Brooklyn Cyclones. Oh, that's what I saw. Brooklyn Cyclones. So I went there with Gerilyn, Lauren, Emily, and that was you, my you first You sure? Time. Yes, I know. Believe me, and they've called me out for it. I'm aware. It was the four of us. It was my first time going. First inning, sat down with my gigantic cheese hot dog, and it rained. Everything closed. We left. It's the only time I've ever been in Coney Island for one hour in the rain. Um, let's remember. Let's release the Kraken. Open All it right. Up. Release the Kraken. Well, that sounded good. Yeah, yours was really good. Cheers. L'chaim. L'chaim. Yamas. Love you. Nope, didn't spill it everywhere. I did, though. <laughs> so did oh I. Oh, my God. This is delicious. This has the right amount of hops. This is in the running. It doesn't have the right amount of fluff. It has the right amount of fluff, but... <laughs> You know, that's the thing. I'm trying to try a new beer every show we have. And most of the time you're like, okay, it tastes like an IPA. It tastes like this. This one might be the first one other than that lime one that I tried. This might be the first one that I might actually go out and buy a six pack of and make sure that I'm trying more often. This is very delicious. That's what I thought about last week, Taco Thursday. Catch me up in your life. What's going on? I was, I had like a story that I was going to prepare and I was really excited about it. And some shit went down last night. So we're going to focus on that. This is so great. This is, this is my, life is where I have a running list of stuff and I yeah. just feel like something comes up and you go, all right, got to bump it down. Got to bump, nope, it, bump down. it down. I mean, yeah. cause 
this literally happened, what time is it? Eight o'clock. This happened like eight hours ago. So I'm in bed watching TV. It's like two o'clock in the morning. So I on the, you've actually never been to my apartment. I'm on the ground level. I would come. I, I live in a box. There's nowhere for you to go. I was standing in that corner over there. Do you see my wood laminate corner that I do this podcast in? You think I got all the space in the world? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you think that I live in a three-bedroom uh, Manhattan apartment? If you, my, I was on a Zoom call the other day with friends, and we were joking that in the shot, you could see the couch and the bed on different sides of the room. My buddy's like, yeah. oh, nice tour of the apartment you got there, buddy. Yeah, my bed's literally like right, like right there. Lay in bed watching TV, and I hear this gigantic boom. And I'm used to, as most people in New York City, I've lately is fireworks all the time but this was petrifying i shot on my bed i thought there was like a gas explosion or something like that so i was a little scared and i kind of just stayed in my bed and i was like it was nothing whatever and then like two minutes later i see all these lights so i'm like i gotta go outside this is three o'clock in the morning like in a sweatshirt in pants like definitely not wearing a bra don't really give a shit just want to see what happens just just flipping and flopping everywhere just flopping everywhere i didn't care it was three o'clock in the morning who did i think was gonna be out there certainly not the dead guy in the car. You didn't mind if he saw your hey, boobies. There was no dead guy. But I get out. There's a car that's in the fence outside of my apartment. So I'm legit ground level. Like not like first floor. It bent that. There was a car in there. And then I look forward and there is a car on top of another truck. Like full on, almost on top. I don't know how that's possible. Wait, car is on top of the truck. That's called a actually a car carrier. Usually, a trucks they drive multiple. Yeah, cars. no. So, so what he was doing was making a makeshift car carrier because he drove it on there. So he oh swiped, sideswiped three cars. Somehow, this car landed on top of a truck, but in the opposite direction. So I don't know how that happened because I live on a one way street. Apparently, the guy got out. Airbags deployed. He got out before me. I'm out there. There are like 20 cops and I see these group of guys that live near me shut down the street. Guy got out of the car. He was totally fine talking to people. I guess as soon as the cops rolled up, he ran. So all my neighbors took off after him. I- this is the car in the fence. The guy got out and just left the car and booked no, it? No, the guy. So he drove that car into a fence. Right, right. He was it's- in the car that was on the truck. He somehow made it out. Even the, I have no idea. It was insane. That fence was not a fence and it was brick like everybody else's. I had a brick through the window. It was scary wow. to see. So the best thing is, is so I'm talking to the woman next door and she, and I live next to my landlord. She's like, go wake him up. I'm like, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm going to scare him. So I'm like, I'm not going to wake him up. He knocks on my door earlier and he was like, hey, I heard you saw, you like, you saw what happened, what happened, everything okay. And me and my neighbor were joking at this entire time. He did not wake up. My landlord did not wake up to this fact that a car almost went into our building. It was so loud. We were like, I said, how did you not wake up? He was like, I don't know. It just sounded like gunshots to me. And that was even more petrifying. You thought it was gunshots and just slept through it? I don't live in a very gunshot heavy neighborhood. I live, I'm like the youngest person by like 60 years on my block. So he was 100% fine sleeping through what he thought was gunshots. I I heard gunshots, at least what I thought was gunshots, maybe a week or two ago. And after it happened, I just kind of stopped and waited a couple of minutes and then no, 
sirens came. Right? It's not. It was fireworks. It's it was fireworks. fireworks. Yeah. I already brought Timmy up once this podcast, and I am. I, I want him to come on. I really, really do. You bring Timmy on. Absolutely. He's afraid that if he comes on this podcast, hmm. that we'll roast him. He thinks that we're just going to make fun of him nonstop. First of all, we've had people on. You've talked to people. He knows me. I'm going to roast him. No. Timmy, come on. You're welcome. I'll be super nice to you. If Alan tries to roast you, I will defend your honor like the gorgeous lady that you are. I want Timmy to come on this show and I would be so nice to him. I would be so kind yes. and so gentle. Well, your story reminds me very much of something that happened at his wedding. We had a great time at his rehearsal dinner the Friday night. Where was where was the wedding again? He got married. It was beautiful. Summit, New Jersey, a little more than a year ago. We did a great rehearsal dinner and we didn't even get that drunk or whatever, but it was a really good time. And we went to bed that night. You know, everybody's staying in the ho- same hotel. And in, I don't know, two in the morning, you hear... And you kind of naturally just stop and you're like, all right, that'll go off in a couple of seconds. And it just didn't. And after a while, and I even tried putting a pillow over my ear, I said, oh, Jesus, probably should just go outside. So the first thing I did was I cracked the door open. I smelled smoke. Oh, this is not a drill, people. We got to get moving. This is not a drill. Did you help your girlfriend or did you push her down and walk over her? I am not George Costanza. I made sure she came with me and everybody pretty much went outside. We walked the 100, 200 feet away from the building. The rest of this gets a little hazy because I was exhausted. Exhausted, and I just, I'm a germaphobe. I just was lying down in the street on the sidewalk. Like, I'm just going to close my eyes. We were barely functional. I don't remember who was even out there that night. I wasn't. Wait, so you were drunk. You just said you weren't that drunk. If you were sleeping in a parking lot, you were drunk. It was three o'clock in the morning. I got, I went to bed at like 10, 11 o'clock. And then I woke up at three in a haze. And I was like, I'm going outside. I was exhausted. So I go outside and as chatty as I am, I'm not talking to anybody or anything. Finally, we wake back up. We, everybody goes inside. And then the next morning we're at breakfast. Say, hey, you guys remember that thing last night? I'm like, oh yeah, I remember it. And Timmy goes, I had the craziest dream that the fire alarm went off. <gasps> Wait, what? We all start talking and him, I think he was staying in a room with his youngest brother, Ryan. They didn't wake up for this. They slept right through it. So him and my landlord are best friends. Yeah, I don't I don't understand what happened. That's my waking up in the middle of the night story. So what? our landlord and Timmy are basically the same people and sleep through things that could be very dangerous, potentially. Yes. I'm now, happy. I'm happy about that. What I wanted to talk about with my beer, because it says pocket wrench and we've kind Kind of teased. Dog, dog. We've teased a bunch of things that you and I text back and forth. We have a lot yes. of two emoji, basically ways of inside jokes, things that we love each other about. Yes. And this one, we didn't even make up. You know, this is something. We didn't. It is straight from the league with Rafi. Taco Corp? Eh, Taco Corp's good too. But Rafi is one of the best characters ever. And there's a, it's at least a running gag for a season where he has hot dogs in his pocket. And he's always like, oh, pocket dog. Yeah. Hey, Brian. The fact he calls the guy Brian, his name's not Brian. The show was amazing. And then it went slowly downhill, but I stuck it through. And I think it was funny. So a lot of times you and I will just text a pair of pants and a dog. I mean, not even, not even a hot dog, but in pocket dog always gets a smile out of me. So when I see pocket wrench, I said, oh my God, that's definitely a beer for the podcast. No, pocket dog makes me happy. And I, you know why? It's because I have absolutely no idea when and why I came up in conversation and which one of us said it. It just happened. And the other one also knew what we were talking about. So that's, what's great is there's a story behind it, but absolutely no story behind it. Agreed. Yeah. And I'm not trying to like do an inside joke with you and people saying like, 
don't get it. It's just one of those things where I definitely recommend the league and anything that that guy does is fantastic. First of all, they took it off of Netflix, which I just found out last week and I was unhappy about it. I'm not paying for Hulu. Yeah. I'm not made of money. You look like you're made of money. You have a nice little, I know you I have, have a, a fan that is blowing a, your hair. I have a fan. Yeah, it's blowing my, well, it's either that or like, I'm going to boil. I'm, I'm fancy. I'm wearing a hat from the dump. No, no, no. It just, you look like you're in an 80s rap video. Like you have this nice yeah, wind no. blowing. This, no, that's what I I aim for in all my life is to be a late 80s and early 90s fly girl. J-Lo ain't got ish on you. Leader, Jenny, from the block. Go back to your block. So the other thing I guess I wanted to see, and I kind of told you a little bit that I wanted to talk about something a little more controversial. Yeah, now. that scares the crap out of me, by the way. Because What do you think I'm going to do? Tell you I'm pregnant? Like, it can't be that bad. I mean, that's muscle to that. If I was pregnant, yeah, that if I was pregnant, they'd have to change this label on my beer because it would be like, to, according to a certain oh. Oh, maybe they're dropping a hint. Maybe you are pregnant. Nope, just fat. I don't know if you saw. Now, I'm a Barstool guy. Barstool Sports is one of my favorite yes. sites I check. And as crazy as El Presidente Dave Poitnoy is, and he's such a mass hole, he's good at what he does. Because with his following, I've been following him a lot with his day trading and all the bullshit that he likes to do. And he's great at riling up people and getting it. I saw he tweeted the other day, absolutely, if I get invited to the White House, I would go. And it kind of got me thinking a little bit about you, about me. And I've actually had this conversation with a, a fellow podcaster years ago. Now, I since this morning watched it. Dave Portnoy got invited to the White House and he went. Yes. And he, and I, did you see the interview with him and Trump? I didn't. I knew he got invited and didn't watch it, no. It's just 20 minutes. It's worth watching. It's pretty good. Portnoy naturally does a great job. And I guess I have two things to talk about it is the first one is I want to just say, you know what? We all have our opinions about Trump and I think you hate him, despise him more than I do. Not that I am yes. on that side. But Trump actually admitted something. And this is what made a little bit of headlines is they said something in the lines of, are you, oh, how did he phrase it? He said something in the lines of like, do you regret any of the tweets that you send? And Trump came right out and said, not my tweets, but I regret my retweets. And I thought to myself, you know what? That's big of him to admit that he has yes. retweeted and dumb things. He said, look, usually back in the day, you type up a report, you leave it on your desk, you come back the next day and you're like, geez, what an idiot. Why would I ever say that? Yeah. But now he kind of has gone on the lines of, you know what? Maybe tweeting immediately things that come to his head are not right. the idea. So I just want to I just want to give him credit for saying that because that's probably the first time I've ever heard him say like I was wrong for what I said. Well, yes. So you give him credit. It's a low-hanging like, fruit. I'm not I saying. mean, it's a very low-hanging fruit. It's like yeah. your kid that like has a tantrum like every day and then one day instead of having 15, he has 14. You're like, here we go. There we go. Listen, dude, at least for once in his life, he said I was wrong. I'll give him something at least for right. one time you did something okay decent I mean I'm not on your side and we're rewarding childish behavior but you did at least for once in your life say you did something wrong right so that was the one thing that I knew that you'd maybe go along with me now my second question which is maybe a little more controversial Uh-oh. if booze your daddy ever gets yes. anywhere as close to anything that could get near a white house something like yes. that because I was talking yes. to a friend years ago and he was saying him and his co-podcaster they don't want guests on they don't want this they don't want that and I said you're telling me if the most coveted interview in the world right now love him or hate him Donald Trump is the best interview you could ever get right now my question to you Stephanie is if he wanted to sit down with you with me with us for 20 minutes would you one be okay with it two just give him the big middle finger or three try to sit and have an honest non-inflammatory conversation I'm just curious what you would do there's the number three is not possible I would say absolutely not because I feel like at that point it's just pandering you're not you're getting people to listen to see what 
what an a-hole he can be. Just like any news station that has him for an interview, they don't care what he says. They know he's going to say something dumb and they know you're going to come to their site and watch it. Nobody's Nobody wants the contents of the inside of his brain. If you really wanted to do it, I would probably sit that, I would sit the episode out uh, if you really wanted to. If he invites us to the White House, I am not going. If Barack comes back or, you know, Uncle Joe wants us, maybe, but sorry. If you want to do the president episode, you yeah. do not want me on. I, I respect that. I guess there's just more of a question to you and at least the way I think things are shaking out, I don't think Booze Your Daddy podcast is going to get to that level by November the 2nd because No, I it's not. I don't think so. <laughs> because I don't think November the 3rd or November the 4th, uh, it's going to be an option. At least the way things are shaking out. But alright, I guess I was just curious to kind of see your thoughts on that. I just think Portnoy did a great job. So I think kudos to him because he went in and he asked a couple of tough questions and he didn't lick his you know what and he also wasn't a complete jerk which he definitely he really wants to be sometimes all right that was the end of it i I all right no it's what we needed we needed we also we need to be more educational and possible um because we do have a lot of children listening gotta help them out if there are children listening stop parents stop letting your children listen to this i've toned down the cursing it's a little bit better we're not bad look at pg-13 not an r yeah it's funny because sometimes like i post our links to stuff and it says is it safe for work you know sfw or not safe for work and my comment is 99 percent safe for work with one or two curses i mean it's true do you want to do trivia because i got trivia prepared for you and i'm kind of excited about this one i kind of went back and forth in this one because like i say every time we keep having to discuss that mine are too hard so i tried to really even this one out you like award shows i do you do like award shows we also have a very good um we have a good story about the oscars i.e you were supposed to watch the oscars and we got too drunk at brunch and oh my god that was that was a rough one what we're gonna do is because i love music and you love movies we are gonna do oscar winning songs i'm gonna give you the song the person who sings it now for the oscars it's not the person that sings it it's the person that wrote it so i'm just gonna give you who's singing it i'll give the year the song and the artist and you just gotta tell me the movie oh i have to tell you the movie okay yeah it'll be okay there's i was warming up my chops here i thought i was gonna get my every night in my dreams i feel my all-time favorite movie plus i can sing like an angel i guess we'll save number one till later (laughs) 2017 shallow by lady gaga and bradley cooper number two 1986 bill medley and jennifer warner i've had the time of my life and also if you get it right you have to sing a little rendition of it you don't think i was gonna do that i just want to make sure i want to make sure that that was part of it i didn't didn't clarify that beforehand you're basically reading are you did you steal my ipod are you doing that right now no i know this is why oh this is great you're you're in my wheelhouse right now yeah no i know three my heart will go on 1998 celine dion did you get that these ones are harder 1975 evergreen barbara streisand Mm. it's okay you know what i deserved a hard one this is this is good okay the the last one's a little bit harder 2004 three six mafia it's hard out here for a pimp that one you're gonna have to sing Uh, this one's a little hard because when i was looking up i was like ah what's that movie and then i looked it up and i was like oh that okay so i wrote everything out of order so i'm just gonna go with what i know so lady gaga bradley cooper shallow what is that movie that movie is called a star is born and that movie is ruining every karaoke 
karaoke that I go to because every guy and girl couple think they're way too original and they get up to do that song. It is terrible. My God, I just realized, why don't we call this segment and name that movie? Nailed it. You got that right. Number two, I've had the time of my life. 1986, Bill Medley, Jennifer Warner. Because they want, because... And this is where you lift the person up. Uh, I had the time of my life. Oh, you lifted the beer up. I still need the movie. <laughs> uh, it's it's dirty dancing. Okay. You've seen the Eli Manning Odell Beckham Jr. commercial yes. for that? That is that good is, stuff. That I, is I good like stuff. myself a good football commercial. My heart will go on by One Miss Celine Dion, yeah. 1998. Yeah, we both know that that's Titanic, but the better story that I have from that is my sister took my mom recently to a Celine Dion concert in, <gasps> in Baltimore, in Maryland, and my sister took so many videos and sent it to me, and it was really, really special and beautiful, except all you could hear was my sister singing the songs louder. <laughs> So she was recording the whole thing and you just heard her go, will. and my sister, she's not tone deaf, but she's very far from being on key. Got it. So she doesn't have the vocal that I have. She has two vocal cords. Yes. Yeah. So I have five. Yeah. Of all the singers I've ever heard, she's one of them. <laughs> sure. All right. So you got that. So you're three for three right now, but we're going into the harder ones. 2004, three, six mafia hard okay. out here for a pimp. So that's number five. Now it's number four since I already said it. Three Six Mafia, I kind of really, it struck a chord for me. I believe the movie is called Hustle and Flow, I think. Oh, that was good. Uh, I didn't think you were going to get that. Because it's hard out here for Pee a pimp. Pimp. Ain't no that, I can all that money for the rent. Hold it up, gas money, gas money. Have a whole lot of strippers. Jumping shit. It's basically like your life every day. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, then, so you're four for four. So if you get this last one, I'm going to be really, really freaking impressed. So number five, 1975. Barbara. Barbara Streisand. Evergreen. You're not going to be impressed. Other than Meet the Fockers, I can't name a Alan. I, I know. Jesus. And it's, she's, she's a Jewish icon. I get it. It's just yeah, so man. far. It's so far before my time that I can't even name a single. And even I'm, I'm like picturing this like pop. Not even, you don't even know Yentl? Oh, that was the one I was thinking of, but that's not the yeah, right one. It wasn't no. Yentl. It was I knew it. I was thinking of Yentl, but I knew it wasn't that. But I'm even like picturing the whole like, Papa, can you hear me? Yes, Papa. that's Yentl. Great. I, I don't know it. So, <laughs> so you know that. All right. So I included this because it was a tricky one. This is a Star is Born. Motherfucker. I Nine. actually was going to say that. Good. <laughs> that's why I, I almost wanted to do them back to back, but I was like, I'm going to make it a little bit trickier. Star is that Born. Was great. It was on the my original. tongue. I, I did know she was in that. I think with Chris Christopherson, I believe. Chris Christopherson, man, was he a good looking man then. He had so much hair. Okay. But I was he was I didn't have a crush on him. He was a nice looking person, but he was a hairy guy. You're a hairy guy. Thanks, Steph. <laughs> I'm a hairy girl. No. You know, I was on Simon's roof recently and we're chilling. And next thing you know, some lady comes upstairs with her. She's talking on a Zoom call, a face call or something. I don't know. And she's showing like, I don't know if she was talking or like showing like, oh, look at my pretty roof. Look at this. And I turned to her. I said, hey, let me talk to whoever that is. And she comes over and she's just pointing the camera at me. I said, well, can I talk? She goes, I flipped the camera around. So I just lift my shirt up and flash this lady. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm a dude. It, it, you're not going to see anything crazy other than a, a hairy chest. And she kind of chuckles and walks away. And Alexis stops and goes, you know, that's our broker, right? Oh, no, I really thought uh, that. Oops. 
I, she said, I was just getting ready to ask for a reduction in rent. Thanks a lot, Alan. I was like, I thought it was well, funny. I mean, maybe you showing your chest helped their chances. That's what I said. I said, I just showed her this very masculine chest. Yeah. And, yeah, Alexis was not happy about maybe it. Maybe she's easily swayed by man meat. There was, there's a lot more meat than there used to be after COVID. Bitch, be humble. Sit down. All right. Well, Stephanie, I think you did an amazing job at trivia. I had a chance at the five for five, but I- Thank you. You had, you had a chance for five to five. You know what? I, I stopped myself short of I could not do it to myself. I could not do Let It Go. I, no. I couldn't. I'm impressed. Thank Four you. for five. No, no, no. You know what? The idea is anybody who's capable should get three. Special people should get four and geniuses should get five. So I think I, that- I can guarantee you, I can think of two of our friends right now that guarantee you have five for five. And then they will be listening and know who they are so they can follow up with me. Beautiful. But I'm not going to call them out because if they don't, then they look like butts. All right, boo. Well, let's wrap this up here. I had another great show with you it was amazing it was good for me it was it good for you it was better for you ow it was, ah, you're a dick everybody who's listening to us make sure you've hit the subscribe button make sure you're giving us likes follow us on instagram because we release a lot of stuff on there booze your daddy b-o-o-s-y-o-u-r-d-a-d-d-y youtube there's an apostrophe after the second o so b-o-o apostrophe s why are you are D-A-D-D-Y. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. Stephanie Blue and True Dancona, any parting words? I don't know about parting words, but I will say, like we said last week, everyone's really hanging in there with us, and I'm, I'm very impressed, and I like it. So yeah. keep it going. We'll keep it going. As long as they're liking it, I'm doing it. Blue and True crew for blue you. And, blue and True. He said something, ladies and gentlemen. Love you, boo. All right, love you, too. Boo out. We out.